Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Guys, Payne Lindsay is back. Thank you for having me. We talked to Payne. We, we were just saying maybe a year ago exactly. If you want to listen to that one, I recommend it because we're not going to talk about the Tara Grinstead case, season one of Up and Vanished. So listen to that podcast. <laughs> I don't know what this says about me that I get more excited talking to you than anyone else, but maybe that's because all I listen to is true crime. I don't know. You must listen to a lot of our stuff. Actually, speaking <laughs> of, do you worry that just by immersing yourself in crime and spooky that we're all just going to get a little bit messed up? I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I will say that making it is a completely different beast. True. Because I used to be the person who just loved listening to it. I was like, oh, you know, I loved watching ID Channel before like the big true crime boom too, right? Before Serial, yes. Before Serial. And now I'm just like, I mean, it's just heavy stuff. Like dealing with the real people is just a different balancing act that you're doing. So why are we so addicted to it? I don't know. I think we're just fascinated by why people do this fucked up shit, to be honest. Truly. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Okay, so Payne did Up and Vanished, season one and two. Then there was Atlanta Monster. Then Sworn. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe I'm not in the right order. To Live and Die in L.A., loved it. Yep, awesome. Culpable, loved it. And now we've got Radio Rental. So you've got yep. a lot to listen to, people. Let's start with Radio Rental. Brand new. Came out on mm -hmm. Halloween. First of all, what the heck is Radio Rental for anyone who doesn't know what that means? I know. People are like, what the hell is what that? I probably don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, this isn't for me. No, I mean, Radio Rental is basically my first anthology series of just a collection of true scary stories all told by the real people who actually experienced them. Yep. Um, you've seen stuff like on YouTube before of like, you know, scary story reads and stuff like that. So it's that kind of premise. It's not like brand new premise, but it's all the real people telling you them, which is rare. And they're all really weird, creepy, bizarre stories. And you never know where it's going to go. And you don't want to listen to them in the dark. I'm just saying. Probably not. No. And then radio rental. Isn't that like a British term or something? Yeah. So um, I was like trying to come up with a cool name like a year ago. <laughs> and like, I, I don't even remember how I'd stumbled upon radio rental, but I was like, that just sounds cool. And it means like crazy or mad. Like you've like lost your mind. And like British Cockney slang. I was like, what? Sounds about right. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and then like, I just immediately visualized this like pretend uh, like VHS movie store. And then like from there, I was like, cool. I want like Rain Wilson to be this like clerk guy who works in there. And somehow we pulled it off and like he was down to do it. So like it was just perfect. You just you just thought I need Rain Wilson like of everyone. In my head, I was like, I just see Rain Wilson doing this. And like, that was like, if it didn't work out, then I was like, you know, we might have a plan B or just might not do that. <laughs> and I got in touch with him through like my agent and turns out he was already building this character called Terry Carnation for his oh, own so that project. Oh, his. Yes, so it's his character. Wow. But it was like almost exactly my same idea. So I was like, let's just do this. He's like, yep. I'm like, all right. 
does he live in Atlanta or does he like fly in or what? He lives in LA. So we, we met him like three times and just went out there every time. Okay. Uh, to LA. But yeah, super weird. You know that it who, like, um, worked out. He could have been your plan B is my man. Cannot remember his name, but the deep voice from up and vanished. Rob Ricotta. Rob you, Ricotta. You're totally right. You're absolutely you're right. You're sleeping on Rob Ricotta. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm telling you, he actually is a, he's an amazing voice actor. I'm not kidding. He actually just texted me this morning a bunch of like video, like audio clips. I haven't listened to them yet, but I think they're like probably radio rental-esque things. Guys, I put his voice in the first podcast, I think, like just a little clip. Oh, it's so good. He really is like... <laughs> he's got it he's got it so then what how does a cons because i've never heard a podcast like this ever what were you just like in the shower and you were you just thought about it or like how to be honest like this shit was driving me crazy to come up with like something i was kind of like for lack of a better word i was getting kind of just bored of the format of like a traditional investigative true crime podcast right plus i mean i spent all year this year um, basically filming the TV show up in Vanish. And we we went across the country exploring six different missing persons cases. So I did a lot of heady stuff this year. Yeah. And you'll get to see it all later. But um, I wanted to make a podcast that was kind of more fun mm -hmm. and charming, but still had that dark twist and was like without all the sensitivity and like no one's getting hurt and no one dies. Because <laughs> um, I think that's very important. You know what I mean? And like, and so this was kind of like the hybrid of like a couple different ideas. And I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't even think that it, I didn't even know if it would work, but I was like, this is kind of like, if anything, my passion project. It's so great. Do you know what I mean? So then you were tweeting things like we're in Chicago who has a spooky story that they want to tell. I'm assuming that's where you were kind of gathering people with these stories. Yes. So I was trying to, um, but like, I don't think I got any like really, really good ones from my tweets and I got some people submitting stuff, but they didn't really get it yet. Like they didn't really get what I meant. They were like, Oh, there's like a graveyard over here. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, care about graveyards. You, you don't get, never mind. Like you'll see later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People just don't really oh, understand no. what I'm doing. <laughs> so how, how do you find them? Like on Tinder? Like what's up? <laughs> I uh honestly I just scoured like Reddit old like subreddits and like just random forums and stuff and just blindly messaged random usernames hmm. and I probably got like a 20 to 30% response rate <laughs> but uh, hmm. so if they knew who I was it was just like perfect we're good if they didn't know what a podcast was then they i was just like okay i got a lot of work to do you, you know? wanted them to know who you were no it only helped if they were like because how it worked is i was i was gonna message a stranger saying hey i read your story online it sounds really cool yeah can i come to your town and meet you and record you telling me it right on my podcast and they're like no <laughs> they're like a podcast but if they knew who i was they're like wow i totally i already totally get this so yeah, I'm interested. Did you have to kind of, um, I guess it re doesn't really matter if these stories are real, but did you feel like you wanted to verify that they were not quacks, basically, these people? I mean, I think the only like one story that I was like interested in, like throughout the process, ended up not being true, but that person chickened out and didn't meet me. And I could just tell that they were being uh, sketchy. Yeah. To be honest, like, I, I believe all the stories 
to be true. The ones that we're going to, that we're presenting to, to you. And, you know, they, they firmly believe it and I believe them. And so like, yeah, like I could go like investigate it, but there's just no point. There's no, I'm not like, what's the, what's the reward there? I wouldn't put my voice on a podcast with a bullshit story. Like that's what I'm saying. There's nothing in it for them to do that. Unless I was like, I was on Payne Lindsay's podcast. So the thing is, is that these people were mostly like, they were kind of like scared to, to tell it. Most of them were like, I don't know if I want to do this. So like, they weren't just like chopping at the bit to tell me their story. We'll talk about a couple of the craziest stories, but the fact that this happened to people, I wouldn't be able to sleep, eat, nothing. Right. What's the, what's the scariest one to you? Well, I still think maybe it's the way it was presented, but the serial killer outside of the window saying, yeah. can I talk to you? That yeah. is terrifying. But then also like the the text message photo montage one. Yep. I got a text saying hi yesterday from a number I didn't know. And I blame you. I was like, oh my God, someone <laughs> someone found me. They're watching me. It's it's all your fault, Payne. I, I blame you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's terrifying. Did you, <laughs> message, did you message back or no? I mean, I just said, who's this? And then luckily they never answered. So I was like, oh, great. Good. I mean, they actually still could be outside my window, but hopefully not. I hope not. The grand or the um, not the grandma, the girlfriend one. Mm -hmm. Holy Toledo. That's weird, right? I don't. Okay, guys. Like what? what like what happened? There was a guy <laughs> who got a little tipsy. He went out in New York, went home with what he thought was his girlfriend, slept together like normal, whatever. Girl leaves in the morning. She's all pissed. Which, first of all, why was she pissed? That that didn't make sense to me. He does. He has no clue. He has no clue why. She was really pissed. She's like, "I hate you." Gets in a cab and leaves. And then, like seconds later, a girl like puts her hands around his I don't know back like a hug, and it's his girlfriend wearing a the different outfit. The same girl. Yeah. With the same in like face. a five second span. Yeah. And you're like, what? But yeah. how did she have keys? How did the non girlfriend have keys to his apartment? I'm telling you, like, I, I, the guy was actually hilarious. Like, I, I'm thinking about uploading like, some more, like, behind-the-scenes clips of, like, our interview stuff. Okay. Like, just of all of them. But, like, he was just cracking me up, talking about how, like, the girlfriend's dad, who was a cop, was, like, trying to prove that he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. And, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He cheated. And the guy was just totally being for real about this. He was kind of bro-y, which was also better. He was kind of bro-y, but, like, in a very funny way. It was just, like... I don't know. Do you believe in like hopping dimensions or something like that? I don't know. Honestly, I. I wow. What just happened? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Guys. A real glitch in the matrix. We were just talking about jumping dimensions and then the phone literally jumped dimensions. Yeah, I don't. My iPhone was like, nope. I was thinking no that too my much. questions were so good that you just had to hang up on me and be like, <gasps> breathe. I had to catch my breath. Okay, how do I answer this? <laughs> um, we're back. No, I don't believe in... <laughs> <laughs> well, you were asking me, do I believe in other dimensions? Yes. I don't know, because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm really not, like, a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. Like, I'm not. That stuff is super fun to talk about sometimes, and, like... I like being like, I don't know. Like, how do you explain that, though? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't have any proof that there is or isn't. How 
Mm. That one was difficult for me because she had a key. She knew around the apartment. And did you ever get to see the footage, the security? I didn't. But I did not. But according to him, she there was a person on the security camera that looked just like his girlfriend validating his story to a degree, right? Oh, you got to get that footage. I know. So there's actually there's one more story that is coming out in the next episode that is kind of glitch in the Matrix-esque. It actually was the first story like that that I found. Wait, this will be coming out the same day that that comes out. <gasps> oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, it's uh, it's you could argue that it's even weirder, really, or creepier. Yeah, and you're like, what? How did this happen? How do you explain this? Freaking Laura in the woods, though. That right there was that your scariest. That that was the scariest, and like, it was weird because I met this guy in Indiana and he was super nervous about telling me the story. Like he, when he got there, he was like, to be honest, I almost bailed. And we we're like, thank God you didn't. We think this story is amazing for this podcast. Oh my and gosh. like, we would love for you to tell it. And he was like, totally cool about it. And when I just, when I went back to Atlanta after that, I just like, I had like a weird feeling in my stomach for like a whole day, just thinking about like, wow, that's just so weird. Like, <sighs> this is fucking weird. Right. Kid in the woods. May, well, he doesn't live in the woods, but he hangs out in the woods. He makes a friend named Laura. They hang out. And then one day Laura disappears and creepy. Well, he, hold on. What if Laura actually died? And then the creepy parents were just like, we have to cover this up somehow. Right. Like, you mean, like, is it, is, there totally could be more to the story. And like, we were like, we were asking like questions like that. Like, so like, where. Like, what is this lady's name? Like, we wanted to know, like, as much as possible. And, like, he didn't, like, readily have all that information because he was a kid. He just didn't know it. He's, like, you know, you know, once or twice I've gone on the internet to try to find it. Right. And he's since joined our, like, um, like... He's all over the Facebook group, by the way. Yeah, so I'm, like... I don't want to, like, dox him, but he's in the Facebook group. And he's, totally. like, very excited that people are excited about his story. I know. So I'm kind of, like, you know, do we just for, like the sake of the listeners and him just just see what we can find you know i think this one deserves a follow-up it deserves a follow-up at least to find out that we couldn't find anything or that there's only this to be found whatever it is right Did you do follow-up episodes i think so i mean i think the ones that people find the most intriguing hmm. i think that like if it warrants like okay let's see if we can like figure out what really happened here then sure, why not? I have to you know? know about the the dimension thing too. Like, I feel like there's something to that. Those are the stories that to me are like the weirdest because it's like, you know, people are creepy. Like everyone has their own different kind of fears. I fear things that I can't understand. Like, you mm. know, how did, like that girlfriend thing, he probably felt like a, a crazy person. Like what's going on? Like, am I losing my mind? But like, he wasn't though it's just i don't know that 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 stuff like really messes with me and then the text messages questions yes he was he's married right mm -hmm. so wouldn't his wife be like why are you texting pictures to this chick well actually no we, we talked briefly about that and he okay. was like you know he's totally like loyal to his wife and like he's just that kind of guy who just like like he said like he just is that guy who like talks to random strangers and, you know, leaves funny voicemails on his friend's phone mm -hmm. and like just is like, sure, just engaging in just the weird stuff just for fun and like 
that's probably what she likes about him, you know? It's not like he was sending nudes, nothing like that. Right, right. It was it was totally playful and harmless. Like, and like, didn't even know for sure that it was a girl, but probably was. Well, the fingernails, right? Wasn't there something about fingernails? Yeah, but that was the only detail. But it was like, there actually is a follow-up to that story, too. I didn't put it in there, but um, I might put that in, like, the, one of the bonus episodes or something. But basically, he was like, you know, a few years later, there's a website called, um, what's it called? Post something. Hmm. I, I'm now blanking, but um, it's like where people put like, like post like pictures of different postcards and they just write confessions on it. Okay, I can't remember what it's called. Um, someone will know what it is, but <laughs> it's like a website where people like confess to different things, like you know whatever. They write it on a little postcard and they take a picture of it. Post secret is what it's called. Oh, post, post secret. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. So he was like a big like post-secret fan and was always always reading it he said one time a few years later he read a post-secret that sounded strangely similar to what had happened to him where this person had driven across the country to like after texting them and he was like is that the person and he said ever since then he got kind of freaked out and doesn't go to post-secret anymore and i'm like maybe it was them this person woman man maybe was sending this guy photos of like traveling across the country to him basically uh yes did you see those photos no he didn't have he got rid of the phone entirely i would throw it in a river so i don't blame him yeah he was out (laughs) i would move i would throw my phone in a river (laughs) right these stories most of my listeners have already listened to radio rental but if you haven't it's just like you and me tell like i kind of wish i had something like that Right. I have a ghost at my house. Currently? Yeah. But you wouldn't jump on that. That's like a graveyard to you. It, exactly. It's funny because, like, I mean, that's probably terrifying or not fun. Well, he's friendly, so it's fine. There you go. A radio rental story has to have, like, a couple components to it where it's, like, you know, 15 minutes of, like, a, a, just a saga of something, right? Just seeing a ghost one time, me telling the story would take 30 seconds. And you'd be like, that's scary, but, like, I don't care. So what's your ghost's name? His name is Royce. Do you know this or did you give him this name? I know him. Why do you know his name? He died. <laughs> he died at my house. You're kidding me. Yes. And he his spirit lives on, but he likes us. He's very happy. We kind of renovated the house and he's very happy with what we did. Um, he died in a hot tub that was like a, an extension of our house. And so of course we like got rid of that extension. Cause like, that's a little bit too much, but yeah, he, I've ran into him in the bathroom one time. Like one night I got up to go potty and he was sitting in the bathroom. And what do you mean you ran into him? He was in there. A person was sitting in there. His ghost body was in there. <laughs> Oh my God. He's so nice that I go, oh, oh, sorry. And I close the door really quick. But he, he's like moved stuff in our house. Yeah. He's like, he's a dude. Oh my God. So like, what do you physically look like? I've never seen a ghost. He's an older man. He was a pianist. So sometimes I'll hear piano in the house because he had this big grand piano in our living room. Really? I'm not kidding. Wow. That's kind of wild. You've got to have something, something radio rental. I have I have like a really long radio rental story that's like super crazy and like messed up. Okay. It is my radio rental story. I'll give you the the Cliff Notes version of I'm it. I'm paying you're the person. 
I'm producing okay. your story. It's super weird. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad at the end. So oh. like, basically long story short, I was living in this apartment a few years ago and I, the place was haunted or something. And it was my girlfriend at the time had like called me home. was like, Hey, please come home. Like, you know, it's like an emergency. Come, come get here. And I was like at my office late. I was like two in the morning. I was like, what's the matter? Like, tell me what's going on. And she like, wouldn't say anything. I was like, Oh, great. So like, I didn't know what I was going to walk into. Like, is some, someone in there? It's, you know, she breaking up with me. Like what's going on? It's <laughs> like, so you know, I don't know. Like I get, so I get in there and she's just sitting on the bed and she's been crying. Okay. Like what's, what's going on? She's like, I was putting clothes away in the um, drawers and I felt someone's hand on my shoulder. And I was like, what do you mean? Like someone's hand on your shoulder? Like, She's like, I just felt a hand on my shoulder and I freaked out. So I put the clothes up and I went to go lay down and then the lamp fell over onto the bed and I was like, Oh, great. And so like this started a whole series of several weeks of weird stuff happening in the apartment and all this different stuff. And I was like, okay, we're moving out. Like <laughs> screw this. I'm like, I called the, the, like the apartment people. I was like, Hey, I'm sorry, but like, call me crazy. There's a ghost in here. I'm out. And they were like, um, oh, have you ever tried uh, putting a fork in a glass of water? I was like, what are you, what? Is this like a verified thing here? I tried to even look it up and I couldn't really find anything, but I was like, whatever. Siri, does a fork in water get rid of ghosts? Here's what I found. Supernatural cleaning methods. Really? This is actually a thing. Paranormal experts can help you get the ghost. <gasps> yeah. Is it one of them? Yes. What is that? I'm going to do this too. So I did this and the ghost was gone or whatever it was. It just stopped. And so, but here's where it gets weirder. And so like, I was like, wow, it just kind of stopped, whatever. And then literally one night I was there by myself and my friend was coming the next morning. We were going to go to the Falcons game. Like we were, it was like a playoff game and we were super excited about it. And I was there by myself and in the middle of the night, I hear this screaming. And I'm like, what is going on? And I, I open the door to my apartment and it's like kind of an open corridor area where there's like courtyard area with like other people's apartments and stuff. And there's this guy running around screaming and he's saying that I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, no, no, no. And we're all like, don't, don't do no, don't do that. You know? And like, eventually he just like stops and sits down and like the paramedics come and they take him away. And I was like, what the hell just happened? And so later on the next day, I hear screaming again as I'm coming from my car to the door. And I hear, like, I put my ear to the door and it's that got my neighbor screaming like he's just lost his mind. Like, absolutely lost his mind. I was like, oh, my God, he's screaming. I'm going to kill myself again. So I panic and I knock on the door. I'm like, hey, hey, don't, you know, don't do it. And then it just goes silent. And I'm like oh shit it's like what what just happened and turns out he jumped off the porch and like really really injured himself on the fence and i look out so like cops come you know all this stuff happens and like we don't hear anything about this for like two months and then two months later i run into his mom and she was like hey i, I heard you were the neighbor like can you tell me what happened and so I, had, I told her the whole story and she was like, oh my gosh. just baffled by this. And like, they could be co completely unrelated incidents, but it was just so strange how 
my apartment was like seemingly haunted and then it went away and like in what seemed like 24 hours the guy next to me lost his mind or something i don't know i was like i don't know i mean he survived but like it was just like an awful situation you could make your own season i know that's my radio rental story but it's like whoa but also also the girl who had the serial killer outside her window, right? Like, if yes. someone is throwing stuff at my window, first of all, I'm not going to open the shades because, like, I don't want to see. But yeah. she makes it sound like she opens the window and just was casually like, hey, can you go the fuck away? There's no way I would do that. She totally did that, too. Like, cause she she was convinced it was her boyfriend was like, okay, like... Stop waking me up. Go game's away. over. And then was, like, shocked when she saw that it was not her boyfriend. And was like, who the fuck is this creep? And she said, like, I mean, she talks about it for, like, five minutes in the podcast. But the moment itself, she said, was, like, seven seconds. So she was like, this guy's weird. He's saying, can I talk to you? And she's just like, get the fuck away from me. And, like, that was just, like, her response, right? Like, she was like perturbed and like annoyed and like not like oh i'm gonna close the window and call the police or be like wait what are you saying you know like hey can you please go away i need to go to bed like exactly <laughs> unbelievable i don't know how you would handle that but i would i don't even know what i would do i don't even know. i don't even know i don't know i mean it's such a small period of time where you're thinking that too it's like you're you're having to just to react like it's like an instinct thing fight or flight or something where like you're just like i want to be friends with that girl she was super cool she She's was awesome awesome but yeah yeah this guy is outside of her window and then it turns out that this serial rapist was he a murderer or just a rapist? yeah he was uh his nickname was the baseline killer yes, baseline killer and he killed i think nine people uh raped all of his victims some of the victims were kids i mean just horrible human awful being. person and yeah he got caught and then she saw a picture of him and was like a hundred percent him outside of her window saying, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Was that your voice too? I feel like that was your voice. No, that was actually her voice. She, when she, when she said the story, she was like, can I talk to you? It was like, but then you just put like weird. We just like made it all weird, but she like did her whisper like oh. of the guy. And we're like, that's so creepy. <laughs> like, I, Oh, that was probably still the scare. I mean, Laura was freaky, but that one to yeah. me, because it was just so real. Like that's something yeah. that was actually, I felt like a conclusion. There's another one that's pretty similar to that one coming up where it's just very real. You're like, oh no. A toast to me for self-care and just giving myself a cozy night in. Whatever you're toasting to, let Luc Belair and their French bubbly get the occasion started. Luc Belair's award-winning French bubblies pair well with fine dining or just hanging out. It's versatile and delicious. Luc Belair has four unique styles, the number one French rosé in America, plus luxe, luxe rosé, and gold, which I'm pouring for myself as we speak. A family of six-generation winemakers oversee the production of each bottle, and boy, are they packed lavishly. Do you have a birthday party or anniversary coming up or even some Thanksgiving and Christmas festivities? Whatever it is, I highly recommend a toast with a glass of Luc Belair in your hand. Get 30% off your first order by going to lucbelair.com slash Olivia. That's L-U-C-B-E-L-A-I-R-E dot com slash Olivia for 30% off your first order. LukeBelair.com slash Olivia.
Cheers. How many episodes is, can I ask that? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do um, seven on this side of the year. That's not enough. I know. Well, we're coming back in February with seven more or eight more. Okay. So like, we're kind of like dropping these, trying to like get people interested in this and get the hype up and they come back with like eight more boom in your face February. People are super interested. And I've got a lot of submissions for some really weird ones. Like just since it's come out where I'm like, oh man, you'll be surprised when people have like, just, I mean, and they're all kinds of stories. They're all like, you just never know. Like even me reading them, I'm like, how's this going to end? I'm like, what is this? You know what I mean? They're like all just edge of your seat. I love it. I love it. Guy, I love it. And also, I don't know if this is something, but the Up and Vanished tunes are playing during some of the commercial breaks for Radio Rental. I don't know if that's on purpose. What are you doing to me? Well, we actually were just, we were going to just put like a little jingle that was kind of like the, hey, I can ads coming. And they were like, should we just throw the Up and Vanished ones in there just for like old time's sake? And everyone's like, Everyone's like messing with their heads now. Like, maybe we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> People were like, Everyone wait a minute. Everyone is thinking this is like, this is a hint. Ugh, that was disrespectful, honestly. I know, it was. I'm sorry. I didn't think people would read into it that much. Don't ever do that to me again. I know. Ever, ever, ever. There will be a new season. But before that, you're going to see like, I'm telling you, the, the TV season is going to be wild. Like, you, I confront all the people that you want me to confront. Are you talking about Crystal? Oh yeah. Oh, I, oh, I met with Catfish in person. You did? Oh yeah, it did, it did not go well either. I can't say much about it, but it was a big, it was, it went down. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Yeah, wow. it's wild. You saw Catfish in person. Side note, mm-hmm. you tweeted Catfish's mugshot for a recent arrest for drugs and uh, yeah that was after i met him yeah when did he move to north carolina or was he just like casually popping through he uh, that's where his dad lives i mean whenever he moved out from crestone which is basically like kind of right when we started the podcast or right afterwards he moved there to where his dad is so he's been there almost that. the whole time yeah I, mean, I didn't know where he was initially uh he's probably out now yeah, yeah he's probably out oh you met catfish holy okay wait so yeah. Everyone is all like you, you, like you don't care about Crystal anymore. Like, what is going on behind the scenes every day right. that we are not seeing because episodes aren't coming out regularly? Um, I mean, I've been to Colorado three times specifically just for Crystal's case since the podcast. Here's the thing: it's like it's difficult because like a lot of the things I'm doing, you know, we are like um, recording stuff and like you know creating like a documentary part of it. Um, but like, it's just not out yet. It's just not in the podcast. Like it was before. So I'm not like, also like if I tell everyone what I'm doing the whole time, like I'm talking to some people who like probably are responsible for somebody's murder. And so like, I cannot like just tell everyone all the time. So people just jump to the assumption sometimes like, Oh, you just don't care. And you quit. It's like, well, no, but you know, think what you want to think, but you'll see one day that that's not true. But the CBI, I know, is actively working the case. And, like, I mean, to the point where, like, they – I know that they've been to Crestone, like, two or three times in the past couple of months, and they've called me every time. So, I'm like, they're doing – they seem more active than they were before. So, like, they're on their own trail. So, I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone's, like, 
yeah, it's going to happen. It's, I mean, it's just a matter of time. Do you think you know um, what happened to her? I don't know exactly what happened to her as far as like how it happened, but I know who is responsible for sure. I think that I'm not going to say their names right now, but I think that you could probably guess. I mean, yeah. Well, I feel like Crystal's case needs a brook. Like someone who's just going to blab and blab and blab For until sure. they blab too you're, much. You're absolutely right. It's what it needs. Yep. Like, where can we find Crestone's brook? That person exists. They do. They exist. They might be listening to this right now. They exist. They just have been too scared or just too lame just to come keep forward. keep blabbing. And yeah. then we'll figure it come out. On, be a hero. Be a hero. Come forward and talk. Okay. We had a couple questions. Oh, Diana Chen just said, how does Payne convince all these people to talk to him on the phone, especially people who may be guilty or know too much? I mean, it's very challenging every single time, but I try to put myself in their shoes to a degree like, okay, you know, like they're a person who like has feelings and thoughts too. Like, you know, you can't just come in there and just be super like aggressive and just be like, you know what, just like be an open book with them. And maybe there'll be an open book with you. Like I have to kind of open myself up too, or else it's like, we're not being fair to each other. So it's like, okay, I'll tell you about me or we'll do, you know, let's just create some sort of relationship here where we can talk and just also like, just push a little bit and just be nice. But be aggressive when you need to be. You know what I mean? I.e. with Brooke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it just comes out even when you don't want oh, to. Oh, wait. <laughs> this was a great question from the discussion group for Up and Vanished. Um, I forgot to write who wrote it. But who did Payne find most annoying? Catfish, Brooke, or Wayne Williams of Atlanta Monster, who I, I forgot to talk about Atlanta Monster. But Oh, man, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to say Catfish. I'm sorry. Like... Wayne Williams was very annoying, but like, at least, I mean, like, at least as far as like my, the time that I had to spend talking to Wayne Williams, at least he was mostly pleasant. Even if it was all fake or all trying to, you know, get one over on me, whatever it was on the surface, it was at least like, you know, positive. It wasn't like someone who was like super defensive and aggressive and like, just like a shark trying to eat you. That's what, like, Catfish was, like, one sentence away from, like, fuck you, I'll kill you at any given moment. No, he totally said that without saying that. And it's, like, that is so insane. And it's, like, I don't even know what I'm doing talking to you anymore. I'm just hoping that you say something. And so I had to, like, play into it. He might have already said something, and we just haven't seen it yet, but, like. He said some things for sure. He will get there. He definitely hangs himself to a degree in our in our last interview. When so. you met up with him in person, did you have security standing by? <laughs> so security? Yes, I did have security, but like, it was not <laughs> like. I mean, the guy was super nice, but he was like some like seventy year old guy, oh, some local okay. guy, and I was like, dude, like it's okay, don't worry about it, like. <laughs> but he was like, you know, if something goes down, I need you to get down to the ground. I'm like what? I'm like, I hope nothing goes down because I don't trust your <laughs> shots or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> so, oh, my god! I don't know. Sounds sketchy. Sounds it's like we don't need to go there. Equivalent of me being your security guard. OK, got it. <laughs> Worse. Question from someone. Do you feel like because there was some sort of 
justice in Tara's case that you get extra pressure from people to quote unquote solve Crystal's case or any other case? I mean, I don't think it's like extra pressure, like that people expect it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that they want it because they believe it can happen now. Of course. And, and, and maybe they just sort of like don't really think about that entirely rationally as far as like how that happens. Because I mean, there's only so much that I can actually physically do. I cannot arrest anybody. Right. But people think you should. Yeah. Right. Like, but it's just not doesn't work that way. But I mean, I think that like, you know, to a degree, I feel that way, too, where it's like, you know, I've done this has happened before. I've got this result before. So I know it's possible. So, like, I want that, too. Maybe you pressure yourself a little bit. Maybe I do. I probably do. Yeah, definitely. We had a great question for Culpable. Really? In the news, as of this week, someone asked, what do you think of the Meridian City Council voting to let the DOJ look at Christian Andriacchio's case? I think that it's progress. I think that, I mean, I hope that Culpable at least open people's eyes to give this a a serious second look you know what i mean i think that like it warrants that and i think most people would agree with that and you know we bottom line is we don't know exactly what happened to him but um you know the family doesn't like the narrative and we don't either so do you think it was suicide i mean i don't feel like anyone's proved that to me to be honest i don't i don't feel like it was suicide over anything else it's i mean there's too many suspicious parts of it. I think you said the same thing about Adnan from Serial, that unless they haven't proved that he hasn't been something. I mean, I like, might be an outlier on that one. Like, I've always got so much, like, negative feedback. Yeah, by the way, Payne thinks Adnan did it. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, I, I don't know him. I'm just <laughs> saying that they said that, like, the police proved that he did it at one point. Now we could say that that all that was wrong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I just, the whole Jay Anon thing, if Jay wasn't in the picture and if Jay didn't know where the car was, I would have a much easier, I wanted to believe that Anon didn't do it. But I'm like, it's just too weird and maybe I'm dead wrong. But I'm like, my instincts tell me that there's something wrong about that guy. But I could be wrong. I don't know that. I haven't investigated that case. It sucks because I don't think we'll ever know. We probably won't. I hope I mean, so. I hope we do. Yeah. For everyone's sake. I agree with Christian's case. There's too many weird things. It doesn't make much flags. sense. Yeah. I don't like it. Not at all. A couple more. This is more of a personal thing. You're basically producing or doing your own podcast, like 80,000 episodes a minute. <laughs> what do you do? Like, what does your day-to-day look like? Man. My day-to-day is always wildly different, but I mean, it's usually slam-packed with stuff. Like, I mean, we have like eight employees here in Atlanta. I'm always traveling, going to LA for different TV stuff that we're doing and other podcast situations that we're creating. And then also like traveling to interview people, been shooting the TV show, Um, just like so many just irons in the fire. And so it's kind of like, it's just crazy, honestly. Um, It's fun. We're having a good time. But it's like, yeah, I mean, there's just, it's just all the time. What do you do for like self-care? 
self-care i literally just like to sometimes i just, just do nothing oh same. like this sounds wild just like just nothing like yeah sit on my couch even with the tv off just be like yeah this is cool i've been a big do nothing person the last like four days it's been so yeah. good once hallmark christmas movies start it's over see i love that kind of stuff too i love like just staying in and watching the movies and stuff like that like when it's cold outside and you're warm inside like i like the simple things like that like i do enough like traveling getting out I mean, after a while i'll get like okay like i need to like you know cabin fever want to get out but like i'm good for like a couple days like holding up and hibernating yeah totally good way of saying it yeah also does tenderfoot tv have like can i tour it one day just come in check it out yeah definitely hopefully if everything goes well i'm going to atlanta to train for delta flight attendant and i actually yeah that's awesome you should tell i mean that's amazing yeah totally come here i'm going there in two weeks for the final interview and if everything goes well I'm going to be there for two months. That's amazing. I want to go check out Tenderfoot TV. You are absolutely welcome. Because I I was at the Cadence 13 offices in New York. And yeah. it's just so funny because they have this wall of all their podcasts. And of course, yep. Up and Vanished is like numero uno. But then there's little <laughs> old me in this corner. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, I'm there. Yeah. That, that wall just keeps growing. It really does. Yeah. But it's just such an honor. I'm like in good company. That's amazing. Okay. And then someone wanted to know what you do for fun. Um, I like to, I like to go see movies. I like to, I like to eat food. I like to go to new restaurants and like, I like to try new cocktails. Oh yeah. And wine. And like, I like to go try cool new food. I like to travel. And just go, like obviously you do too, according to your Instagram. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to travel and just like get out and do stuff, and you know, I don't know, just a little bit of everything. But also like to not do anything too. It's like the perfect oh, balance of that. Oh my gosh, me too. It is weird because like my hobbies like are like what I do, so it's weird. It's like you know, like I don't know. It's like I do so. Like I would normally say, like, yeah, like my hobby is like you know, po- a podcast or. <laughs> But it's like, it's like my life. So I'm like, I don't know. Like I kind of, it's like a blessing, but like at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like just not that stuff whenever I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? So like, do you listen to your own episodes? I listen to it one time. Okay. Sometimes. Usually I usually, I usually listen, like I'll listen to it like in parts until it's all good put together and like, it's good to go. And everyone gives it like a pass. Then I'll listen to it like one time when it's published. I can't. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, like, love it. But, like, I'm listening for more, like, of a, okay, like, that's how I want that to be. Not, like, myself. I'm not. Oh, I love listening to my own voice. Yeah. No, not not that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is your favorite food? Ooh. I mean, it's always a tough one. I like Italian food. Mm. I like pasta. I like, um, I mean, I like steaks sometimes, like filet. I love a good filet. Okay. A good filet. Um, I mean, I like a little bit of everything. I don't have like an absolute favorite world. Like this is, I mean, I don't know. I like a little bit of everything. This things I don't like, but like, you know. I had a question about your DMs. Are mm-hmm. they more full of people who want to date you or people who want you to solve a missing person's case? Or maybe a mix of both. <laughs> so they're definitely more full of people who <laughs> want me to solve a missing person's case. <laughs> 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 but like it's funny because like 
in the podcast, like I, I like say like I'm married at one point. I'm not married anymore. Yeah. And so like I didn't like. So people haven't quite figured out. So not everyone like. So it's been like a blessing in a way where like I'm not getting a bunch of like. Yeah. Yo yo like because people just kind of assume that I'm like taken right off the bat, right? Well, now it's gonna change. Sorry. Oh shit! Yeah. My bad. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's mostly that. I mean there's occasional, you know, but like not nearly as much as it would be if people thought that I was single, I think, you know? So it's kind of probably a good thing. What is it? The jig is up. The gig is up. Everyone, you can add to the DMs. <laughs> How are your DMs? My DMs? Oh. I feel like girls' DMs are like the absolute worst. Because guys are the absolute worst. Well, they suck. I Guys are just disgusting. There was a time in my life where like the unsolicited dig pics were a thing. And then what? just the whole, like, do you want to go for a date? Which, you know, I tried that. Sometimes I was like, yeah, sure. Like, what's the harm? Right. Not, not yeah, good. Really? But usually it's just, like, about my dogs or traveling. Because apparently when you travel, you become, like, an unpaid travel agent. I'm like, can you pay me to plan your entire vacation? <laughs> or, like, what's the deal? Venmo or, like... Uh, here's my Venmo. You can pay me $100 <laughs> yeah. for every suggestion that I give you. You should do that. I'm waiting for Yelp to pay me because I'm a diamond status Yelper. Are you actually? Yes. Wow. That's impressive. I don't think I've ever left a Yelp review. What? Now, I am a... I, I, I do use Yelp for other people's reviews, but I'm not really a reviewer. You should do it. I probably should. I gave a not so good one the other day and I got oh, this really? long message of like, I'm so sorry, please come back. Oh, from back. the restaurant? Yeah. Really, yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to come back. It's fine. We're good. You don't, <laughs> need, you don't need to like win me over. It's like one and done. So if you're like that status and you're leaving a bad review. Diamond status. Damn. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. Sounds like the highest one. Anyway, everybody listen to Radio Rental so that you know, one, what we just talked about for exactly. an hour and also so that you'll never sleep again. And I honestly, these are creepier than just listening to crime because it's it's like more, I don't know. Do you agree? No? Yes? I don't know. I thought so. To me, it was because like you get a nice like mixed bag of people that you can relate to more or less. And like you never know where it's going to go. So you're like you're like waiting for like that black mirror moment or something, right? Like, like what is this going to be about? Where it's like you know it's going to go somewhere, but like where is it going? Yeah, is it going to be what I think it is this time or not? Well, my life just changed and I got the morning shift, so I'm waking up at like three thirty in the morning. Holy moly! It's awful. But when I'm listening, it's pitch black outside. Yes, yes, terrifying. There's it's too ghosts. Early. There's wolves. There's Laura in the woods. Is just just out there. Yep. Well, please be safe with your ghost. Thank you. Tell Royce. Royce. <laughs> Royce. Royce. Yes. Yes. I'll I'll send a picture. Please do if you have if you ever get a picture of Royce, please send it to me. Okay, and then everyone, when this airs, episode five will be five. Yes, that's right. Will yeah. be airing. You can start there or start from the beginning or whatever. Yes. And then what else? Uh, let's update everyone on what you have coming up. Yeah, I mean, right now the biggest thing we got is radio rental, but sometime in the next couple of months, I'm sure we'll be announcing the the dates for the TV show, and it'll be. Within the next six months, people are going to see this stuff. Is it going to be on Oxygen again? 
Um, it is, yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, it'll be six episodes, and it's five new cases. One of them's a two-hour. Oh, so it's different cases. It's all different cases. Oh, that's new. Okay. Yeah. I thought when you were talking about five different cases, it was like up and vanished stuff. Okay. No, they're all up and va- they're all missing persons cases, but they're well. There's four new ones, and then there's Crystal's case that we cover again. Instagram, you post stuff. Your Twitter, you post updates. Yep, just at Payne Lindsay, and then at Radio Rental if you want to see all the weird fun stuff. It's so great. Okay, Payne. Thanks for the fun. Thank you so much. I'll reach out to you when I'm in Atlanta so I can be a dorky tour. Please do, yeah. Please, you have to come. Thank you, Payne. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Talk Talk later. Bye, hun. See ya. Bye.